Amen. Well, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I do have a word tonight from the Lord, from the word of the Lord, and it's something that I've, I preach on periodically, a topic I love to talk about, preach, teach, and something that we have to address every once in a while. And uh, I do, do enjoy this topic because it's uh, without it, I don't know that you can be saved. So we are going to look uh, in the Bible, in the book of Matthew chapter 9. Let's read a couple verses from a story. Matthew chapter 9, verse Begin reading of verse number 27, Matthew 9, 27. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou, son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus saith unto them, he asks them a question. And he says, believe ye that I am able to do this? Do you believe that I'm able to touch your eyes? And they said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith. Everybody say, My faith. Be it unto you. And their eyes were opened. And Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. But they, when they were departed, kind of hard to keep that a secret. <clears throat> That'd be really hard for me to keep it to myself. I'm going to be honest. Jesus himself could say, don't tell anybody I healed you. And I'd be like, <laughs> forgive me. He healed me. When they were departed, spread abroad his fame in all that country. Back in verse 28, he asked the question, Believe ye that I am able to do this? Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith. I want to talk to us on this thought, the subject tonight, according to faith. According to faith. Anybody have faith in the house? Why don't you say, according to my faith. Let's pray. Lord, I pray that you would let this word take root in our hearts. God, that you would encourage, remind us, instill in us. God, I pray that you would let our faith grow and manifest itself in this place as we walk in this life for you and with you. I pray in the name of Jesus and let the church say amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I have been enjoying doing some Bible studies and been, doing the, been enjoying the foundations and 
and uh, just some studying and and many of you already know the definition of hermeneutics i'll just simply say it's it's pretty much i like the definition it's the way we study scripture it's the practice really of properly interpreting scripture and there's a couple rules that that theologians and like i said the other day we're all theologians um, but there's three basic rules i think most people could agree on there's at least three basic rules of hermeneutics and that is number one is we we need to use the bible to interpret the bible there are some scriptures that are a little vague and so uh, you have to be careful how you interpret but you use scripture and you use it isaiah said line upon line precept upon precept and so we we use the bible often to define uh, itself Uh, we try not to take it out of context you've heard people tell stories about judas uh, hang, hanging himself, and then they go to another scripture, and they say, go and do thou likewise. Two totally different passages of scripture have nothing to do with one another. So you understand what I'm saying. You need to make sure that when you study the word of God and you are interpreting it correctly, and that's what we're trying to do, properly interpret the scripture. So tonight, I'm going to try to adhere to that first rule of hermeneutics in studying about faith. I like to use a lot of scripture in my messages and teaching or preaching because um, it's important that we use the Bible to interpret the Bible. That we use verses and par- parables and scripture. Uh, Jesus, when he responded, when he was tempted in the wilderness, he responded, it is written. He used the word of God to make a point, And he was the word of God that became flesh. Praise God. The second thing of hermeneutics is the Bible can never mean or say now what it did not mean or say then well i don't see the word of god that way well you you need to get in the right context and the right frame of mind and the need to understand you know who who said it who it was written to in the time frame and the context that's important and then the third thing is we want to use or apply the scripture to the clear scriptures to define the muddy scriptures See, what's well, a muddy scripture? It's a scripture we may not have very good understanding. We're trying to understand the scripture. We use the word of God to define the word of God. And so I want to do that tonight, if, you, if you'll just uh, humor me for just a few minutes, on the topic of faith, according to uh, faith. The Bible defines faith as in Hebrews 11. Now, faith, which was used this word of faith, uh, pistis, it's, it's, it's used 228, I think, times, and, um, or, or 228 verses, something like that. I can't remember. It's 220-something verses. It's 240 times. I think it's mentioned. Often it's mentioned same, multiple times in the same verse. But now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith can be defined as persuasion it is what we believe I, I i was preaching in a dream years ago and boy i was preaching it and i never i've always been able when I, I every once in a while i'll literally i'll be preaching or teaching a message in a dream and it's always better in the dream than it is in reality i'll just be honest with you it's always better you know we we use the phrase it was funnier in my head you know you you, you think of something funny and you say it and they look at you like that's not funny you know well, it, was, it was funnier in here it just somehow in the translation it, i lost something and so um, 
But I, I was dreaming, and it was, I was, man, I was preaching, and I'm telling the house was coming. It's my dream, okay? Man, I was preaching, and it was, it was awesome. And in the dream, I said, faith is a manifestation of my expectation. And I woke up, and I went, Woo-hoo! man, that's good stuff. And I've said it oftentimes in the last several years, faith is a manifestation of my expectation. But I need to make sure that that is is what the Word of God says. I mean, I like that. It, it makes a good point. Man, it really preached in the dream, I can tell you. And everybody was like praying through over that. Everybody was shouting in the dream. Amen. Sometimes I wish dreams came true, praise God. See, I, that was one of those, I, it was funnier here when I thought it, but James chapter 2, he said in verse 17, Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead. Being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe, and they tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain men, that faith without works is dead? So faith without works is dead. James is defining faith for us. He's explaining it to us that there has to be an action that accompanies faith. Praise God. Even, you know, God gives us these definitions and he, 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 he set in motion, and we talked about it the other day, nature. It even, the nature is, is an example of God's creative power and glory and majesty. But, you know, in the beginning was the word of God. In, Genesis, in, in John in 1, but if you go back to Genesis 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form. It was void and without form. And darkness covered the face of the deep. But then God said, let there be light. God said, let there be light. God has faith in Himself. Faith without works is dead. Nothing happened until God said. You can believe God can, but when's the last time you prayed God can? I believe God can, but when's the last time did I pray? When, when, did, my, when did I show in God my faith by my works? God himself believes in himself. He has no, no doubt in him. God is not, there's no doubt in himself. <laughs> Amen? God said, let there be light. There was a, an act that took place with faith in his, own, in his own power. He said, I will make this, and I'll make this, and I'll make man, and I'll make man. He's speaking faith with action. I'll show you my faith by my works. Isn't that interesting? Where, does, where do you think James gets that from? From God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. So where does faith come from? It comes from hearing. Hearing the word of the Lord. Not feeling a move of God, but hearing the voice of God. I think it's interesting that 
we find what we feel mentioned seven times in the Bible. And I love what we feel in a Pentecostal apostolic service. I've felt the anointing of the Lord up here on the platform in the service several times. I felt God moving in, in, in the worship. And I, I, I love what I feel. But seven times, I, it talks about I, feeling, I feel. But what I know is mentioned 717 times. It's more important that you know the Word than you feel. And I love feeling what we feel. But you got to know some things. Well, praise God. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. I've got to hear a word from God. I need to hear from God. In John chapter 2, verse 6, the first miracle that Jesus performed was at a wedding. You know what he did. What did he do? He turned the water into wine. And, and the, the master, the Lord of the feast said, man, you guys saved the best for last. But what happened? Mary says to the workers, whatever Jesus tells you, do it. Just do it. You see, faith without works is dead. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. She says, whatever, not what I tell you to do, whatever Jesus tells you to do, do it. He says, you go get these pots, and you go put so many firkins over the, you put, you put this much water in it, and you bring it back, and what... What were they? They were just being obedient to the Word of God. That's what faith is doing. When you believe and you put action to your belief, whatever He tells you, hearing, faith cometh by hearing, just do it. Second Corinthians 5 and 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Can I say we walk by faith and not by, by, by our feelings? I don't feel great all the time. <laughs> I don't feel healthy all the time. Anybody feel tired sometimes? Anybody ever feel sick? That should not dissuade us in our persuasion of how great God is. I believe God can heal me. Brother Bryson was talking about in the service. I believe God can heal, heal me. I believe God can deliver us. And all, but I, I believe that God can keep me even if He doesn't heal me. Let me ask you, does it take greater faith to, to, to live for God uh, if He'll just heal us every time we're sick? Or does it take greater faith to live for God to, even when He doesn't heal us when we're sick? I mean, I'd rather not have any problems, just to be honest. Hello? Wouldn't it be cool? You got three million just sitting there in the bank, just adding up. Perfect health. They said, let's run our marathon tomorrow. You're running it. No cares, no worries. But that's not the real world. The real world requires faith. <laughs> Matthew 14, Jesus was walking on the sea and he tells Peter, come. And Peter took a step of faith and he walked on the water. Winds began, or winds, they were already. And he began, began to sink. When he took his eyes off Christ, he began to sink. 
Jesus reaches down, picks his hand up. Hey, focus back on me. Faith, great faith. Peter had great faith. Sometimes faith can be impulsive. I wonder how many times, you know, God said, step out of the boat, and you're like, well, let's talk about this a little bit, Jesus. <laughs> I saw about a dozen smiles on that one, so that one hit home, huh? Some of y'all just like me. Oh, wait a second. Let's talk about this, Lord. Why don't you just step out of the boat and start walking? Uh, solid boat right here, Jesus. I want you to walk by, by faith and not by sight. Walk by faith and not by what you see going on around you. Praise the Lord. God moves according to our faith. When Jesus turned, returned to Nazareth, his hometown, if you will, Matthew 13, 58 says, And he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief, the lack of their faith. You see, your blessing or your strength can come or will come according to your faith. <laughs> it matters what we believe. Some received miracles in the Bible, but some did not. And it simply was this. It was according to their faith. Those that received strength, it was according to their faith. Those that received a healing, it was according to their faith. Those that didn't receive their healing, it was according to their faith. You see, here's the thing. God can't be limited. We limit ourselves by our faith in Him. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 3, verse 16 is talking about, is referencing Old Testament, uh, the wilderness, Moses and the people in the wilderness for 40 years. Verse uh, 16, for some when they had heard did provoke, howbeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses, but with whom was he grieved 40 years. Brother Evan taught a word shot a month or two ago about what grieves God. There's another thing that grieves God, and that is the lack of faith. Was it not with them that had sinned, which carcasses fell in the wilderness? Verse 18, And to whom swear he that they should not enter into the rest, but to them that believed not? So we then, or so we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Those that entered into the promised land, it was according to their belief. Those that did not, it was according to their belief. Really, the lack thereof. Unbelief was the reason Israel wandered in the desert for 40 years. Unbelief. That report that they came back and said, we are grasshoppers in our own sight. Not just their sight, but our own sight. See, what we don't believe is as important as what we do believe. <laughs> How we perceive will determine how we receive. Our perception determines reception. There's that phrase, you've probably heard it. If you think you can, 
you're right. If you think you can't, you're probably right too. Jesus simply said in Mark 11, verse 22, he, put it, he made it really plain. You ready? He said, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Whether God delivers, delivers us, heals me, gives me a miracle, delivers me from this sickness or this whatever I'm facing in life, I just, you know, just fill in the blank. Whether He does... Or just gives me strength to go through it is all according to my faith. Praise the Lord. Paul prayed. He said, thrice I asked God to deliver me from this thorn in my side. And God didn't do it. But you know what God did? He gave him strength to go through with it. It took greater faith to live for God. With the removed or to live for God in spite of it. Because I believe Paul had great faith. If you come and you get prayed for and you don't get your healing, you don't get your miracle, it's not that you don't have faith. It might just be God saying, not right now. It might just be saying, I want to show you my glory, my power I want to see if you'll believe me if I don't heal you. If I don't perform the miracle. I didn't think anybody would be shouting on that. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, I believe God can. And great faith. God moves in great faith. In Matthew 15, the, the Canaanite woman that came to the Lord and her daughter was vexed and... and and she, mom was desperate to have her daughter delivered. And, and it was, the disciples wanted to go away. Jesus ignored her. And yet she came and she worshiped the Lord. And he turns and acknowledges her. And she says, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And he says, oh woman, great is thy faith. Ready? This is what Jesus said. Be it unto thee according to my power. Because I'm God. No. Be it unto thee because I'm just cool like that. No. Be it unto thee because I made everything that you can see. I made the stars and the sun and the moon and the earth and just anything like that. He said, be it unto thee even as thou wilt. According to your faith. And the Bible says, and her daughter was made whole from that very hour. Blind Bartimaeus. You know the story in Jericho. He's begging and here's Jesus is coming and he starts crying out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And he cries out the more and they're telling him to be quiet. He cries out the more. Jesus stops. He says, bring him over here. Isn't it amazing? Time and time and time again, you hear Jesus ask the question, what would you have me to do? I'm paraphrasing. What do you want? Um, isn't it kind of obvious? I know I can't see, but can't you see that I need to see? 
I mean, you're God in the flesh. Jesus, how son of David, have mercy. I mean, he, he's acknowledging the sovereignty of who Jesus is. I mean, Jesus, you know what I need. Yeah, I, I know what you need, but that's not how I operate. I operate according to your faith. What is it you want me to do? What is it that you can believe me to do for you? I want to receive my sight. Be it unto thee. Lame, the deaf, the blind. He would ask, what, what do you want? What is it that you have need of? And he would often say, be it unto thee. According to your faith. Luke 8, we find the woman that pressed through the crowd, woman with the issue of blood, 12 years. She pressed through the crowd and she touched the hem of his garment. She said, if I can but touch the hem of his garment. She reached out and she touched the hem of his garment. It was her faith. She's who touched me? Jesus, everybody's touching you. Yeah, but not. But this, this, she touched me according to her faith. <laughs> Virtue flowed out of me because that's what happens when God is touched by faith. He wants to pour out, but he, he, he pours out where there's in an, in an arena of faith. You see, I, and I'm kind of moving ahead here with, because of time, but it's in the arena of faith that divinity and humanity work together. It's in the arena of faith that God meets the needs and moves with, on people and uses people. It was in the arena of faith at the very beginning, and God said, let there be light. He believed he could do it. He just had to do some work to do it. Isn't it interesting, too? Every time, it seems like every time, you, maybe you can find one. If you find one, bring it to me. I'd like to see it. But you can find one. There's seems like every time God healed somebody, there, somebody had to do something before he did something to heal them. Cry out. Reach out. Come to Jesus. Go wash in the pool of Siloam. Stretch forth a hand, man with the withered hand. Stand up, rise up, straighten up. Woman with the back, humped over 18 years. You need to come over here. You need to take a step of faith. There had to be a work that accompanied faith. Every time. Because that's how God operates. He operates according to our faith. Spit and made mud balls. Said, go wash. <laughs> the guys that bring, the, they carry his, the, the friend, the lame man on his bed, they tear a hole in the roof and let him down. And say, hey, what do you want me to do for you? Pretty obvious. What, what are you believing me for? I operate in the arena of faith. I hope this makes sense to y'all. I know this is kind of old-fashioned just teaching tonight, but I just felt to go this direction. Martha, when, and I'll try, to wrap, I'll try to wrap this up in just a minute, but Martha comes to Jesus. He's, he's delayed. He tarries. 
Lazarus dies. He's been dead four days. They buried him. They put him in the tomb. They rolled a stone over the tomb. Martha runs to Jesus and said, had you been here? She had faith for yesterday. And Jesus said, thy brother shall rise again. And Martha says, I know he'll rise in the resurrection. She had faith for tomorrow. But do you have faith of today? Do you know what he, he did before he called Lazarus out? Take me to where he's at. They go to where he's at. Roll the stone away. Hey, now. I got faith in Jesus for yesterday, and I got faith in Jesus for the resurrection for tomorrow. But how many of us got faith that God can do the work, the miracle today? Roll the stone away. had faith that Lazarus could live again. Because somebody got over there and rolled the stone away. If Jesus is saying, roll the stone away, he's fixing to bring Lazarus out of this grave. Alive. Roll the stone. I, I wonder, I just use my imagination. I, I just I just imagine there were some going, Jesus, he'd been dead four days. Some going, I ain't touching that stone. I'm not even getting close to that. Somebody going. Jesus said, roll the stone, man. Hey, that, how can I get some help? Do this. Anybody else got some faith? You ain't got faith. The, those without faith, they're over there. I ain't touching that stone. I ain't rolling that stone. There was probably a George Edge over there going, hey, let me. I'll, I'll move that stone out of the way. Lazarus, come forth. You see, faith without works is dead. I'll do the miracle. How many believe God's the same yesterday, today, and forever? So, are you exercising your faith? Are you putting works to your faith? Roll the stone away. What stone is between you and the miracle? What stone is between you and new life to a situation? Exercise your faith. Man, that's good stuff right there. He said, take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh. For he hath been dead four days. You know what's interesting? A lack of faith, there's always death. There's no life in it. Jesus said, say, Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, faith, thou shouldest see the glory of God. And they rolled the stone away. Lazarus come forth. The Bible tells us in Matthew 17, Jesus said, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. I understand that sometimes the answer is no, and that doesn't necessarily mean somebody comes and they get prayed for, and God heals them, and then they exercise great faith. 
And there's times people that come and they don't get healed. They think, well, man, there's something wrong with my faith. No, did you come believing you could have had just as much faith? The ministering brethren had just as much faith. The power of God was just as powerful. But sometimes the answer is no or not yet. I'm not going to do it. I want to show my glory another way. But I don't ever want it to be. Someone does not receive their miracle because of a, it's a lack of my faith. I want it to be because it's the will of God that they don't receive it. I want it to be because God wants to reveal His glory. He wants to give them the strength to carry it. Brother Bryce was talking about that. I leaned over to Brother Matt right over here. I said, sometimes he talked about the, 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 the burden is just too heavy. I said, that's probably because it's, it's too heavy because God is waiting for us to ask in faith for Him to help us carry that load. You said it. Sometimes it just gets a little bit lighter. You know why it got lighter? Because God said, here, let me help lift this up. Let me give you some strength. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and never faint. They that wait serve. Can I say they that put their trust and faith in God? There's some weights that we have to carry. I'm not talking about the lay aside every weight and the sin and those kinds of things. I'm talking about there's some there's there's burdens. There's burdens that God puts on us. There's there's God has called us to do certain things. God has given us, us some responsibilities. Everyone in here is unique individual. God has called you to ministry. God has called you to to something to do something for the kingdom. And sometimes that can get heavy. Sometimes it you know you're but he if he called you to it he can take you through it. Amen. Well, praise God. The f- faith, and I'll, I'll close with this. Faith the size of a crumb is still great faith. Because if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, just l- say to this mountain, be thou removed. Because it's according to your faith. That's how great faith is. There's a pun intended there somewhere. That's how great faith is. Just a little dabble, do you? Just a little bit of faith can go a long way. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I know you can. That's uh, you just. What are you doing? I'm rolling the stone away. God, you know the situation I got going on in my life or my family and this and that. You know, I, whatever it might be, you just fill in the blank. You all fill in the blank for you. I'll fill in the blank for me. But I'm just going to fill it in with faith. God, whatever it is, I know you're able to provide, and to bless, and to help me through it. Praise the Lord. Let's stand. Praise the Lord. God responds to faith. I preached a message about a year and a half ago, responding to response. Responding to response. People say, preachers always preach for response. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I want a response. We need to respond to God's word. And we, when we respond, God responds to our response. 
What would you have me to do? Jesus, I believe you can do this. Good response. Now I'm going to respond to your response. See, that's how God works in the arena of faith. What would you have me to do? I, would, I want my eyesight. I'll give you your eyesight. God, I need strength. Thank you for asking. I've been waiting around trying to help you carry this load, but you just seem to want to carry it all by yourself. You seem to got faith in yourself, but not in me. Oh, it's going to slap somebody right between the eyes. I don't know who you are, but it's going to hit somebody else. Sometimes we have more faith in us, and we don't put our faith in God. I'll put, God, I can handle it on my own. Good luck. God, I learned a long time ago, and I'm still learning, but I, I cannot do a lot of things. I can do I can do anything without you. I don't want to try to do anything without you. It's like that song. I can't even walk without him holding my hand. <laughs> I need Jesus. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. I need Jesus every day, every hour, every minute, every second. Praise God. I just believe, I just believe God is going to respond according to my response. According to our faith, God will, God will move. Praise God. Can you just lift up your hands and give Him thanks one more time?